0: You're listening to Asset Arrest, helping you see the most exclusive parts of the city.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 24 of Asset Arrest. I'm Laura Yule and in each episode I invite a different guest to attend a viewing of a different residential property with me as we pose as potential buyers or renters. In doing so, I've been looking at the different forms that financialised housing can take and the ways in which it impacts upon community formation and urban space. This, though, is a special episode on private student housing in Newcastle and particularly within Shieldfield for the Prospect Us exhibition at Shieldfield Artworks which is part of a wider project exploring the social, emotional and political impact of the commodification of land, rapid urban development and studentification in Newcastle. Prospect Us asks questions such as What prospects do students have, having been lured by a glossy prospectus into paying high rents to private accommodation providers? With land seen as a commodity to squeeze out the maximum profit, What prospects does this leave the people and communities who inhabit the land but don't own it? How can we convince developers to serve the communities they produce as well as the communities they displace and not only prospect for profit? I've done an episode on student housing in Shieldfield previously, episode 10 if you want to check it out. In that one, I visited housing in the area with two local non-student residents to talk about how the changing landscape of the area, which is now predominantly private student housing blocks, was affecting the long-standing local community and the area as a place to live. Some of the main concerns raised included the fluctuation in population numbers as students went home during holidays, the fast turnover and short-term nature of the stays of student residents, which means they don't get particularly invested in the area and surrounding community, and the disruptive noise created during term times when students go out clubbing, have parties or maybe drink in the street. We talked about the fact that Shieldfield had lost its community spaces, for example, the pub and the town hall, whilst the students rent rooms and blocks that have social spaces, co-working spaces and even gyms in some. Many local businesses have been priced out and amenities closed down. The cheap, throwaway nature of the student accommodation would reach a visible climax at the start of each academic year, as old mattresses, furniture and so on would line the streets, as the old was discarded to make way for the new. This time round, I wanted to speak to more students themselves about their actual experiences of looking for accommodation, renting rooms in these private student housing blocks, building their own communities, and a sense of belonging in the city. And how, of course, COVID and self-isolation had impacted upon their student experience, as the past year and a half has obviously been quite different to the typical um, student experience. The fragments of conversations to follow are with five students from both Newcastle and Northumbria University who reached out to me to share their stories following an open call. I spoke to a range of people, one of whom has recently graduated, three of whom are current students, and one future student who is still in India but is planning to travel to Newcastle very soon to start a master's. So this episode will feature fragments of these five conversations interspersed with extracts from the promotional materials of various student accommodation blocks in Shieldfield.
0: Just east of Newcastle city centre is Shieldfield, a small student area that gets its name from the old Anglo-Saxon term for a shelter in the forest clearing. Contrary to the name, Shieldfield is more buzzing city than country, boasting a range of pubs, restaurants, shops and cafes. I'm Anna, I'm from Oxford
2: originally but I'm going into my second year at Newcastle Uni and I'm studying fine art Um, and I'm currently living in West Desmond in a two-bed flat with my friend
1: And you, for the first, was it the whole first year that you were staying in IQ Stevenson House or...
2: Yes, um, but three months between sort of January and March time I was at home because uh, In Oxford, yeah. yeah
1: Um, so can you but give a, an overview of your experience at the yeah. Stevenson House?
2: So um, even before I moved in, um, there was quite a lot of sort of weird, like ambiguity and miscommunication between um, myself and the accommodation. And um, I sort of found out like a couple of days before I was meant to move in that um, they put me in the wrong room, uh, in the wrong flat um and so sort of like leading up to that already being a bit confused or like conflicted about whether i should actually go to uni this year um i was like okay we'll just you know go in and see what it's like and then um as i was driving up from oxford um to here i got a um i was in this group like message with um my flatmates the ones that i had met know yet. And um, sort of 10 minutes before I was meant to move in, one of them was tested positive for COVID. Mm. So um, she went into isolation in her room and I sort of moved in and everyone was wearing masks and it was a bit, yeah, it was a weird experience.
1: And did you know them before? or Okay, so you met them just through like reserving a place in the flat. And and it was like, was it a flat with, you think, did you say six people within a, Uh, like a flat?
2: enjoy modern student living in the heart of newcastle located close to both universities each of our student accommodation sites has cctv and all secure entry systems
1: yeah um so you each had your own private room obviously and then you shared a kitchen and bathroom Yeah. yeah and did you book that like before you came to newcastle yes yeah yeah i think i guess that's like one of the appealing things like you can just have it set up and you don't have to stay somewhere while you're looking for a flat yes or yeah. a room with people you don't know and you know yeah. and now in jasmine did you move in with someone that you met through like through your course. first year yeah yeah, yeah so. and <laughs> the people you were staying with in the flat in stevenson house yeah. was that like were they just on like various different courses yeah, yeah. and
2: some at northumbria Mainly at Northumbria and Okay. a
1: couple at Newcastle Uni. And was there any like apparent logic to how they kind of grouped it together? No. like? No. Okay.
3: This year Fresh is
4: launching B, its new wellbeing and lifestyle programme. We want our residents to know that Fresh isn't just a place to stay while studying, but a community that supports and uplifts each other. We understand moving
0: to a new country can be a little daunting.
2: Um yeah, not at all. It was weird. It sort of we started off like very much being enthusiastic about like being in this new flat because none of them knew each other. There was one couple but um, and she'd sort of semi moved in was between living between her parents and this flat. I think from the start it was quite apparent that we were quite different.
3: Our newest building offers a range of stylish flats kitted out with smart TVs, dishwashers, stylish cardean wooden effect flooring, and all the latest mod cons.
1: Did you get to know Shieldfield as an area? I think because um, I felt so like
2: isolated in the flat, I made I made such an effort to get out of my flat mm. <laughs> and like mm-hmm. like I got involved with this allotment project in like Biker, got involved a mm-hmm. bit with, okay. with culverts and the Garage Cafe Um, I just finished doing a project with Moving Parts which did a um, puppetry show on um, the field over there.
1: Do you feel like many of the students kind of actually engage with the area they're staying in or do you think it's just like a place to go and sleep?
2: I think there's definitely like two sides of it and places like Ernie's or you know places which are sort of products of the studentification or gentrification of the area which are like You know, like, fancy, artsy, expensive places. Kind of just there for students, so it's kind of tricky not to interact with them if there aren't other options. You need to, like, find those options or find local businesses.
0: Living at Portland Green Student Village, Newcastle's largest private student accommodation village, students have the opportunity to take on their university years in a safe, social and stress-free environment.
1: Yeah, so maybe we should go. We're going to go and see Portland Green student housing and um, pretend we're interested in living there.
0: (laughs) Just a few minutes walk from Newcastle city centre and university campuses. Our Newcastle student accommodation is located in the vibrant and unique Oosburn Valley. Recently named the Shoreditch of the North by The Guardian.
1: Um, so, what did you think? How does this compare to Stevenson House, where you were?
2: It was very similar, especially in the communal areas, like the space and all the sort of utilities. Very, like, you know, basic, like lots of people using them therefore need to be like cheap and functional um the room was like quite a lot it was like half the size
1: 134 Mm. pounds a week is that like more than you paid is that paid 86 a week but do you think like would this be appealing when you consider maybe renting a private flat in jesmond or wherever and having to deal with all the bills Mm. and maybe like things not being in great working condition Mm. like presumably here you know the fridge breaks down they just whack in a new one
2: I think landlords are sort of more likely to get away with things however having said that in my flat in the first flat I stayed in we like had no hot water for three months and they
1: Yeah, actually, I I remember you said that that's how on earth did they get away with that, though? Like, because they have hundreds of rooms, like they surely have the infrastructure to just fix it or replace it quite
5: easily.
0: Newcastle is a vibrant city with almost 50,000 students descending on the city every year. Both Newcastle University and Northumbria University boast spectacular student experiences starting with Buzzing Pressures Week
1: starting to think like actually there's something quite comforting about being here yeah
2: yeah definitely
1: it's like a little nice comfy bubble mm. where yeah mm-hmm. things are done for you
0: students choose portland green student village for its inclusive community vibe and reputation for being one of the friendliest student accommodations in town matched with top facilities a dedicated customer service team and easy location for both universities it is a home away from home that hundreds of students choose to live in year after year.
6: So um, my name is Sana and this is my third year in Newcastle and I'm in my second year in Newcastle University studying architecture. And
1: Had you been to Newcastle or the UK before, before you moved here to study?
6: Uh, not at all. And when
1: you first moved here, did you book your accommodation before you got here?
6: Yes, so like the whole process is uh, you need to get in touch like actively. So you need to contact the reception or the the team from the accommodation and then you can like book a viewing, but not for now because of COVID. Uh, But in my, in my, during my time, I Uh, like i've booked um, a viewing and i've booked like i can see the whole flat so like from the kitchen to the room and then to the common area to the gym sections because we've got gyms um, down there um, but not open because of covid and then the laundry and you can see like all sorts of different rooms and like facilities before you book it and yeah the room is um obviously is occupied so like you're visiting other's room. It's kind of awkward because they don't get a showroom. Um, but when I go to Newcastle University I can choose between Newcastle University accommodation or like a private student accommodation or private housing.
1: And I'm guessing the private student accommodation is better, nicer than the yes, university. Better. Yeah,
6: Yeah, but like the into one got um, like a regular cleaning for you. So like they would come into the room and like grab your rubbish and like clean stuff for you, but not for the private one. Though it's like similar prices, I think. So yeah. this one is a little bit cheaper, but uh, the into one is like they got people to clean it for you, which is very good. <laughs>
1: what made you choose this one? What's the name of it? Verde. That's it. Um, I
6: think it's because of the furnishing and like you can see the light. Like they are not using the like big light bulb. Yeah, like the I ones sense. that look like you're yeah. in a
1: doctor's surgery or something.
6: Yeah, exactly. This is like more of. A grand, grand, yeah. finish, and uh, like...
1: And you share a kitchen with seven people, usually, you said it should yeah, be. Yeah,
6: this is um, a seven-share flat.
1: How much is the rent here?
6: For me, it's one, two, seven a week. Now, I think it's gone up to one, four, zero. Yeah, so like, I, I think it's a bit expensive.
0: It's
1: and not the most expensive one, I've, I've true, seen no, True, true,
6: yeah. But, and then like, next year... I've chosen a private one because I think it's a more cheaper options.
1: You mean student housing or just like a flat? A flat. With a friend or you on your own?
6: Because like we kind of want more privacy.
1: And is it nicer? Than, Not like, really? No. And it's cheaper than living in the student accommodation. Um,
6: it's one one five per week, um, excluding bills.
0: Offering one of the best student experiences in the country, Newcastle is a big city in a small space full of amazing unique local and well-loved food hangouts
6: right let me let me talk about like private accommodation issues so like because private accommodation they need to like strike for profit so like they need more people to come to live in their accommodation so they will like collaborate with different agencies so most agencies are like from like work for chinese so so like a lot of their rooms are like pre... They have given the space for them already before. Oh, it's like
1: pre-booked yeah, pre- or, yeah, or pre-allocated <laughs> pre- allocated, yeah. for,
6: for them. And some of them, like some of the Chinese may have um, some requirements. For example, they want Asians to like just leave in their flats. I, so they will
1: ask, like people ask for this, yeah, they like I want to be... Yeah, okay.
6: they request for, for this. I, I don't know why, like if you... If you chose like um, a share flat in UK, why would you even like want to, I just want Chinese people around me, like that's, that doesn't make sense, right? And yeah, so I, I didn't have this request when I first booked and I didn't like book through an agent. So I booked directly to the accommodation and then I got allocated to all the Chinese people in my, in my, in like in my flat.
1: This one or the one before? This one. This one, okay.
6: Oh, as well as the one before.
1: But have you managed to meet people outside of the people in your flat here or is it too big?
6: I think before COVID, there are like activities in the accommodation. So like the reception will help, like will hold some activity for the residents, but not for the COVID time because they don't want people to like social so much in the accommodation. I mean, that makes sense but it's the main point of getting into student accommodation is to social with people but not for now so it's such a shame like I pay for it but...
1: So you spent lockdown the winter lockdown here
6: Yeah I actually spent um, the summer lockdown so like the March to June 2020 The in, first Yeah, one. the first lockdown in my friend's accommodation It's another student accommodation It's just okay. right beside That one is really good I mean, really good it's like direction of the window so like you got sunlight coming in then you can have okay, like, some yeah. bath in the room
1: and you went there because you then you could spend time together yeah or, yeah
6: because or else I would die <laughs> <laughs>
1: but here you were here in the winter one. Oh,
6: it's awful like I need to say before I book this accommodation I have called the reception On like um can I ask um where the window will be facing and they will and they say um it's facing this way south yeah, and like um, yeah, you're facing that street there, and I'm like, okay, yes, because that space is like an open area, so like there are trees, yeah. and like you can't see um, the neighbors there, so you can like be chill in the room and like yeah. not care about like people seeing from the window. But um, yeah, now you can see it's just um, the opposite. Oh, that's... neighbor. Oh, more, oh,
1: that's just other people's houses. Yeah,
6: exactly. Yeah, it's facing that side and so it looks. Yeah, it's like you're in a grey box. Yeah. <laughs> and like sunlight like can't go in because the village block. So it's very depressing. And like you can see like white, white window. And like what what other people are doing on that room.
1: Do you like? Do you just feel that you live in an area populated with just students? Or do you feel like you kind of know anyone else in the area that you live that's not a student?
6: It's really a student area and not much of a community, I would say. Or maybe it does, like if we don't have COVID. But I don't even like know if I open the door, the next door... I wouldn't know who is it then. I, I didn't even see him once. Like I, I understand because of this time, but I don't know if if like things are normal, would that be the same? Because if this is viewed by seven people in this flat, if they are all Chinese, in my expectation I'm like I wanted to know more about like different cultures, mm. and like different people and like Maybe the food they eat but it's not really my expectations living in private accommodations like student accommodations I
1: mean. um, and you spent you said you you spent quite a bit of time in Shieldfields.
6: yeah if you know Shieldfield the bottom area is full of student accommodation so it's kind of like affected their community from a local people local shield field rest and they will think that student is like affecting their daily lives like noises and stuff but like, as a student point of view, I think that place is very convenient.
1: Do you think the students are really a problem?
6: I think um, that is why the shield field artwork is there. So, like, the shield field artworks try to build the relationship back, like, try to make students to, like, engage in the community and try to engage the local residents there. But, like, I don't think they have they really, like, have strong opposition to students. It's just that students... Because come and go quite fast. Yeah. They can't really engage in the community. And like today when I talk to you and then the next day you need to go back home, then it's just not really happy for everyone. But I think there are some of the charity and art organizations trying to like gain the community back. And yeah, trying yeah, to like yeah. make another community around. And I think that is like kind of successful.
1: What would you say your like favorite thing about living here in this, you know, student accommodation? This one has been.
6: I think in general about student accommodation, I love the reception in like receiving parcels for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's important these <laughs> that's days. That's really important, <laughs> me,
6: especially during lockdown. And like mm. you order everything online, and that's the annoying bit because you need to receive like, for example, in like a few hours, you need to back home. And like the other thing is, um, like if something has broken, for example, like um, the fridge has broken, like all the machines and all the like appliances, you can just ring the reception or you can type an email telling them that oh this thing is broken and they will they will come and see, like the next day actually, um, and they will fix it like as soon as they can. So I think this is like a good part of student accommodation is quite secure. Yeah, it's quite... Like, if you broke something, they will not ask you to pay for it. <laughs> and they will help you like, check regularly to see if everything is okay.
1: What do you think is, like, the most negative aspects to living in student housing blocks?
6: I think the area in the student accommodation is quite boring. So, like, inside... When you inside a block, it's quite boring because it's just, like, a simple door and then a corridor. Mm. But, like, if you, like, live in other houses they will like have different personalities yeah gardens
1: yeah the corridors in all the student housing the are same. just like
6: yeah it's so it's like being in
1: an office block or something right exactly it's, like it doesn't it's look like a home feeling,
6: yeah not relaxed at all and like you need to like lift one ear and go sort of like you won't decorate it so nice you yeah for like, it forever.
1: Yeah, it's just temporary. feels very temporary.
6: So, like, student accommodation is usually quite convenient, I would say, especially for the private one, but not for the university one, because the university are, like, aiming for the cheap options, and so they will um, choose, like, land far away from the city centre. But, like, for the private one, it's usually quite convenient, because they want to attract most of the students yeah and it, like it, it's perfect for me because i study architecture and we usually stay in the studio until midnight or the day after so like you need to wow. worry about like transportations when you go home in the midnight you just walk home or like if you go like clubs and stuff you don't need to worry about like taxis
3: best night out in the uk Living in Portland Green Student Village means that your student accommodation is in the heart of trendy Osborne. Meaning you can expect a fashionable and tasty night out that will make you feel as though you're living in Camden. Hi, I'm Grace. I am originally from Hartlepool and I moved to Newcastle in 2017.
1: And where did you live when you first moved here?
3: I lived in Camden Court, which is just over the bridge from uni. It's a student accommodation. When I first joined, it was run by the uni. But I think okay. now it's actually run by a private company instead.
1: And then you said you stayed in Nido, Needle, Nido. Nido. Nido um,
3: Stepney me up. I was only there a year, but um, I was in like studio. that so it was like just a room by myself, but it was a two floor studio. So, above was actually the bedroom, and then below was the kitchen, so it had like stairs leading up. Oh, wow! Quite cool, I think. So, that your kitchen wasn't right beside your bed then. The separation (laughs) was kind of useful, I think, like, because if, especially during Covid and lockdown and stuff, if you're stuck in one room, it's better to have areas to go as opposed to just stuck in the same place.
1: And what attracted you to move into that particular building?
3: I just like the look of it. I was gonna live in a studio by myself because um other housing plans kinda of fell through and it was a mm. bit last minute of actually finding somewhere to live and yeah. it seemed quite nice. Um and it was quite a nice place to stay.
1: Do you mind me asking what the rent was?
3: It was a hundred and forty eight a week.
1: But you've got your own kitchen and bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. So it
3: was all like to myself which was quite nice. And
1: did you meet people through living there, like neighbours and Um
3: I did I mean, like COVID again eye contact it. with a couple neighbours <laughs> and I recognised a couple of them a lot of the time but um no, I didn't really meet anyone just because of the fact that a lot of the social areas were closed.
2: Our fabulous boutique accommodation has class ensuite, suite, en suite plus and premium ensuite suite rooms to choose from. Our shared apartments have everything you need to make your studies as comfortable and productive as possible.
1: Like, would you say you prefer living in one of these blocks that are specifically for students in comparison to like, you know, like a regular private landlord? Yeah. Could- I, think,
3: I think it would depend, really. I think last year maybe wasn't the best idea because obviously i was in final year and I did enjoy living there it wasn't too bad but i think the music was the only issue okay
1: so the parties kind of continued despite covid yeah. of course yeah
3: yeah i think because uh, it was there was a lot of studios but then as well there were shared flats above so the shared flats would obviously have parties with their flatmates and stuff um and then like the guest policy we were we weren't allowed guests due to covid but then They took that away when lockdown kind of eased. And then Mm. that's when the parties kind of spiked again, especially during like the Euros and stuff. Um, That was when it was really
1: busy. So you were there during the, like the January, February, March. Yeah, I
3: moved in in September. Mm. And then I was there till July. Sometimes a little bit of retail therapy is all you need to take a break from your busy student life and Newcastle is armed to satisfy all your purchasing cravings.
1: Um, And how did you find the area?
3: I did actually really like this area. I think like a lot of my friends live in this area. This area is quite popular for students, so it wasn't as though it was kind of like students are outsiders in this area kind of vibe, if that makes sense. Um, It was more everyone's a student here, so everyone kind of understands what's going on. Do
1: you think there's too many students here?
3: Um, I I don't think so. I don't think it was ever an issue, but then again, I don't know because I was only here during Covid, there wasn't as many kind of studenty things happening because everyone was inside.
1: Could you understand like if, for example, some of the non-student residents around here, do you imagine that it gets quite annoying for them having this kind of student parties and things Um, going on? I
3: I, I think so. But then again, I think this is a very student um, populated area. Cause i know in this particular area there's like a student combination over there there's one over there there's one over there so i don't really know if there are many residents living in this area um but i understand why like the music and stuff could potentially be annoying but then but then again if you move here kind of realize that this is a densely populated student area but i think sometimes it is nice to live somewhere where it's not just students like there will be some families on the street and i think I don't know, it kind of helps you realise that you are in like a city and not just like somewhere where all students are. Obviously for uni this area was okay, but now that I've got like a 9 to 5 job, it is nice to kind of have a bit quieter area. Relax and enjoy your fave Netflix show on your very own Plasma TV for the ultimate chilled vibes, because this is student living at its best. You can go to sleep with a clear head as you are well looked after.
2: So I'm
4: Renee and I'm from Hong Kong. I'm study now I'm in Newcastle studying my architecture degree in Newcastle University. This is my third year and then I'm staying in Portland Green student accommodation.
1: And did you where did you live before here? Because you um you've just moved here a month ago.
4: Yeah. So my first year I'm staying in Parkview, which is kind of like a Newcastle University-owned student accommodation. Okay. So everyone is like from Newcastle University. And second year, I live in Roman House. So it's next to Keysight. It's a private student accommodation. So there's a mix of Northumbria University student and Newcastle University student.
1: And why did you want to move here? Like you didn't like Roman House that much?
4: No, I actually really enjoyed Roman House and they got a very good price. But I want to stay with my friends and they kind of sold out. They are very cheap. like So they're like £97 per week, even 44 weeks. So um, they sold out very quickly. And originally, I'm planning to stay with five of My like, including me, there's five, so it's kind of like hard to find accommodation to have like an empty flat. Yeah, you have to like do it
1: very quickly. But you got that here,
4: but we kind of like at the end we kind of split because, like, because my friends have different preferences, one like two of them prefer staying in the city center uh, like because like also staying in the city center would be more expensive yeah so and then we wanted to like stay far because like we want to explore different parts mm-hmm. so can you can tell like from my first year i'm staying like near the campus and second year i'm quayside and this year i'm Shieldfield. so i kind of like ex- i can explore different parts of newcastle <laughs> yeah. which i really
1: enjoy um it. which area is your favorite to live in so far
4: i think uh, living Roman house quite nice yes. I got a chance to explore Gateshead as well And also yeah. very close to Tesco
1: Extra I love shopping so <laughs> it's very nice <laughs> Yeah, you, you have like a small Tesco here Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> But it's also quite nice Because after like you can walk for 10 minutes And you can see Morrison But it's quite nice And there's one time I, sh- I like walking around And I will just go further than Morrison And I found like there's Asta as well Like a shopping centre there. TK Maxx So it's actually quite a lot of stuff to like explore
1: But you did a project about Shieldfield yeah. right? Can you talk a bit about that?
4: So it is my second year project and we like our lecturer kind of tell us like there is a problem in Shearville about the student certification So there are more and more student accommodation building up here and kind of like annoys a bit like the local resident. So we kind of need to like build something probably helping to mitigate to like kind of balance out or like you know be like letting the local residents like have a better relationship with the student so for me i didn't really build another like residential how uh like for young people a lot of my classmates they build like buildings for young people that like allowed you know local residents and students to live together but like i I built like a a house for homeless people i'm not sure if you walk around there's always like a poster about like you also want to end rough sleeping in 2022 so i think it would be a good opportunity just like helping the local residents who doesn't really have a house
1: have you met many local residents who are not students or do you feel like as a student you're kind of separate
4: yeah i think I we kind of separate, even though like I shop in Morrison, which is further away from here. There're quite a few local residents, but it's just like no, not really like a lot of communication and stuff. So I can definitely feel like, especially I'm like surrounded by student accommodation block. So I really feel that I'm just like a student here, (laughs) nothing.
1: And has most of the friends or people you've met in Newcastle like is that been through the places you're living, Mm -hmm. like through the accommodation? Mm
4: It really depend. like, you need to depend on your personality. Like, you can knock it on different flats and, like, to make friends, but mm. not most of the people will do. So it's like, there's a lot of people, but at the same time, it's not that easy to make friends with. Like, normally, it's just, like, friends with your own flat.
3: When you're moving home, it's not always easy to judge the costs of living up front. We are solving that problem for students by bundling up the costs of utility bills and rent into one monthly payment, so you can start budgeting easily.
4: Yeah, I think I might like do it my master here. So I really prefer like finding a job here as well. because so I feel like studying here three years is not really enough to explore this city or like this country. And I, mm. I just don't want to go back to Hong Kong that quick. Cause it's, very, it's like a precious opportunity for me to uh, like to, able to yeah, study abroad, yeah, yeah. to like meet different people, learning different cultures. So I would like want to like stay here for a bit more longer.
0: All utility bills, electricity, hearing water and internet are included in your rent. There is contents insurance and a multilingual on-site management team, a tenant's app and weekly cleaning of communal areas. There is responsive maintenance, social events and a free SIM card for all residents.
4: Uh, even being a student, I just also want like, I don't want to like just stay here for three years without really knowing what this community really is, what problem they're mm-hmm. facing. I want to like, know and understand learn them in a deeper level I don't want to just like oh I'm just here for like stay for three years and then i like, just go to different places yeah it would be nice to like learn more about the local and like go to more local shops and like also very in- important for architecture architect to like know the community in a deeper level just to like when you build a student accommodation you will like have being mindful like what you want like the places around like a little cafe that like local residents and students can also like go in it's not only for students but like you know for mm. both of the parties so it's really nice to like integrate them and like so it really depends on the student if they like really want to explore if they're really willing to explore and like talk to the local residents real students real
5: life my name is Anantram Kalepu. you can call me as Kalepu. it's okay and I'm from the south part of India, so I'm gonna do masters in Newcastle University, like move there or like after September 10. Because right now I haven't got my visa. Like after getting my visa, I'll book my flight tickets once I get them. Like uh, since my like high school, like I have been like I wanna do studies in abroad, like something like that. I have it in my mind, like having like different culture experience and everything. Like, that yeah. will help me a lot. So that's what I thought.
1: Um, so when yeah. when did you start looking for some accommodation um, to live in, in
5: Newcastle? Like, uh, like, what, two months back? Like, actually, me and another friend, like, we were trying to search for a room over there. Then after we thought that maybe private accommodation is going to be okay. Because university accommodation, we saw it. And many of them are like, okay, it's better if we take outside and we can get it like a little lesser. That's what we thought. Then after, like, oh, another, like, my, with me, the other guy who's going to come with me, like, he chose another university and he went over there, like, Birmingham. So, I talked with the guy, like, who I met last year, who is going to Newcastle, like, who already been there, so he's now studying in Northumbria so i asked him like which accommodation is better and everything he said that he, right now he's staying in iq stephen house stephenson house accommodation over there so he said that it's better like uh people over there like really cooperative and they're really helpful over there so everything maybe you can go for it they sent me the this 360 degrees view and virtual two type of the room so he said it's okay everything so i've gone through it
1: so have you booked your accommodation for like one year?
5: Yeah, it's for 51 weeks. Yeah, for yeah. whole like masters period.
1: And was it easy to kind of like communicate with them and to book it?
5: Yeah, actually, it's pretty like when I when I tried to book over there, like you don't need to pay a lot over for that. Like you have to pay for like 50 pounds deposit. Uh, okay, that's like, not much. That's a, uh, yeah. That's a 50 pounds deposit they asked me. So even if I don't get my visa, like even if I change in my plans, they said that they're going to refund me everything. And now after getting my visa, actually I have to like, they gave me option, like paying the whole rent in the four installments in a year. My first installment date was on 1st of August. So I talked with the guy over there, so I mailed them. So I was like, I haven't got my visa and everything. Right now I can't pay the this thing, like even after paying the like after getting the visa itself, I'm gonna pay So they are totally cool, cool with it. Previously I told you, right? Like I wanna go for the private accommodation. So yeah. when I was trying, they were like, I'm from international, so like I am an international student. So they were like, if you are an international student, you have to pay the whole rent at front. So I thought it's okay, whole rent at front. And after they were like asking these things, we can't quarantine it there. So that's the major drawback like I withdraw from that. And I asked the IQ Stefanos this your student accommodation. They were like, you can do self-isolation. It's like your home like when you get there. So yeah. I thought.
1: Do you know who the people that you're going to be sharing with are? Like are they master's students?
5: Yeah, yeah actually like we have a group for the Newcastle offer holders group uh, in WhatsApp. So recently I met a guy I don't even know him, like, uh, he's from India itself, from Kerala, he's from South India. So he said that he's gonna stay beside me, like the flat beside me. So I found my flatmate.
0: Our rooms and spaces are designed with students in mind, and we ensure that we provide you with the technology and tools to connect and thrive in our global communities. We aim for you to live sustainably and to have a positive impact on each other and our environments.
1: It's clear that the convenience and security offered by private student accommodation is one of the main draws. Individual private landlords often exploit students and leave them living in substandard conditions, which is what my own personal experience of being an undergraduate student in Glasgow involved, and that's the city I was from. I was left without hot water for months at a time during winter, the landlord refusing to do anything real about it. We ended up having to arrange ourselves for someone to come round and check the boiler, and they told us that the boiler nor any of the electrics in the flat were safe enough to be using at all. But once again, our landlord, who seemed to predominantly supply students with flats, refused to do anything about it. I was 18 and 19 at the time, and I had no idea how to fight for my rights as a tenant, and I put up with his treatment as the rent was cheap. It turned out the man who had come to look at the boiler, though, reported the story... And a week later, we found a, we found a story and photo of our boiler in a local newspaper. The landlord then showed up at our door crying and shouting and saying we had ruined his family's life. We finally moved out and years later I heard he's still renting out student flats. What happened to that boiler? I'll never know, but hopefully it got replaced. So private student accommodation has flourished with its brand lords, all-inclusive rent and mass-produced student units offering a solution to the daunting, an often exploitative private rental market and with UK universities relying so heavily on international students it's of course an imperative that they can find safe accommodation for the duration of their studies. The problem is that this form of housing is being offered by private companies propped up by high net worth individual investors and registered offshore. Their only objective is to maximise profits. Whilst on a Google dive for information on these investors I found a website offering individuals the opportunity to invest in student housing in the form of chunks of money you could put in, for example, £80,000 that would essentially buy you a block of so many units within the building. I requested a brochure and was even asked to certify, albeit through simply checking a box, that I was indeed a high net worth individual. So knowing how the land that these buildings sit on in Shieldfield has been sold off to such investors and the nature in which it has impacted the existing community, I'm left with several more questions. How might we be able to cater to the housing needs of students in ways that are less disruptive for existing communities and the surrounding urban space? How can we provide safe and convenient housing for international students who don't know the city or country they're moving to? How can we stop these private individual landlords from exploiting students and make them offer an adequate standard of housing? How might student residents be integrated into the area they live in a way that feels less like a community within a community? and more like a meshwork of difference and respect. Thanks for listening, and Asset Arrest will be back soon with some more luxury property viewings in London for the Anti-University Festival.